0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, Brady carducci and today on the show I have two very special guests. Uh they're both Toronto rappers and artists. Welcome to the show, Rico and Keisha. What's up, man? How's it Nice to meet you guys. Um, so I'm really excited to really sit down with you guys, talk about some music. I know you got some uh, new music releasing soon, and uh, a couple other topics that we'll dive into around Toronto hip hop scene and, and media outlets and stuff like that. So. Um, I'm really excited, but I wanted to um, ask you because we've, you know, you've been on the show before. You know, we've yes, sat down, sir. we've talked. So anyone who hasn't checked out that interview, you guys can go to our YouTube page and check that out. Get a little background on Keyshawn. But man, it's been probably what six or six or seven months since we sat down. What yeah. have you been up to? How you doing? Kind of give us the rundown. I've just been stacking up on music. Um, there you go. So I don't go
1: ghost again because I have a tendency to put out music and then, you know, hide for a bit. So now I have a bulk of music to drop for you guys. And uh, the first batch is with my homie Rico, um, four-song EP. So we're excited to put that out soon. And we're aiming to put it out in April. Okay. So, you know, you survive. Go. The that's, fans will be eating soon. Yeah, you guys will have your stuff soon. i just been trying to make sure you guys get the best music from me um, and work on certain things that I was lacking before, artistically. And,
0: you know, that's about it. Awesome. Now, the last EP you dropped was uh, your Jordan EP back in February. What, like, for, you know, for fans who hear that project and then, you know, they're going to be gearing up to hear this new one, um, you know, did you do any experimentation in terms of sounds, work with anybody new? You know, what's different from Jordan, the Jordan Year to uh, to this this project you're going to be uh, releasing?
1: Jordan Year EP was kind of like a quick thing I did because I just wanted you guys to have new music. Mm-hmm. But um, this EP, we just kind of break rules, like, we have, we, we've meshed the R&B trap vibe. okay very well <laughs> <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> so you guys will hear when it comes out and yeah like definitely just try some new things as far as the production goes shout out nick try oh out nick. sorry legill um, oh okay okay you know shout out legill for the production and stuff like that uh, my homie urban from detroit shout out urban and um, Yeah,
0: shout out Rico. Shout out Rico, definitely. So how did you guys get linked up for this project? Like where did the idea stem from to kind of do a a collab a collab album R and B and trap together? Mob ties.
2: (laughs) Mob ties, okay, Drake. (laughs) To be honest, I think I knew him back in like when I was in high school, we did a song together. Okay. It's garbage. It was was (laughs) terrible stuff. But like I think over the years we kinda just kept like some type of, you know, I wouldn't say like a close relationship, but we knew of each other. We both did music. Okay. And um it just kind of got to a point like we're the two hottest people in our city, so
0: why not link exactly. up and
2: yeah. you know make history.
0: 100%. Did, now, did you guys, you guys collab uh, on that initial song? Have you guys done anything else uh, no. prior? Okay, I guess it's kind of the first time. How was how was it working with each other in the studio? Was the vibe good? You guys didn't <laughs> uh, get on each other's nerves too much, I hope.
2: You take that one. <laughs> <laughs> a little quiet. <laughs>
0: Honestly,
1: us in the studio, it's, it's, it's a vibe. You know, like we 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 work really well together as far as like. We go in there, we know we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. We exchange ideas back and forth. There's no like ego, there's no stubbornness. Like, you know, some people like I'm very picky with who I work with, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But if I do work with someone, yeah, that that has to be that click, like that vibe has to go for sure. There's definitely some frustrations in the studio, though, um, with like just technical difficulties. But other than that, like. Yeah, it's usually pretty smooth. smooth. Yeah, okay. Smooth I
0: saw you've been working a lot with uh, your boy D. Frazier. Is there any any uh, shout out yeah
1: Shout out D. F. I hey mean that yeah. guy. Um. Yeah, he's mastered a few records for me that are coming out. Okay. Um. Yeah, DF is a, a monster. Is yeah,
0: it? Yeah. He's, he's a definitely, Yeah. Definitely a on the production stuff. Yeah. He, he it. Um. In terms of like messaging a little bit, what the EP is going to be about? Is there a specific message or vibe that you guys are going for, or kind of just um, kind of putting your two heads together and kind of creating some music?
2: I think it's just coming up with some hits, like some I think hits. we have four like solid... Solid songs? Hits. Okay. Like hits, not even songs like <laughs> hits. hits. Okay. Top to bottom, there like you go. one through four, like it's just a non-stop <laughs> vibe. I think that's that was kind of the goal going okay. into it and I think we executed pretty well.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now um, you know a, a song that you released recently. I wanted to talk about real quick uh, was your war your war remix uh, to the Oh, Drake the war song. for yeah, the yeah. The yeah. War. I wanted to touch on that because you just released that. So, mm-hmm. well, where's the why did you decide to uh, um, you know remix that song? And I know you dressed a lot of stuff on that song in particular. So, <laughs> why did you feel that was the song to kind of um, you know take a direct approach and kind of display how you're feeling?
1: The beat is very like dark, mm-hmm. and I feel like right now the city is in a really dark time. Yeah, There's a lot of weird shit going on. I don't know why, but um, yeah. I just felt like all the things I said really, I really like hit certain topics as far as like what's going on in Toronto,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I was just having fun with it too at the same time, you know, I wasn't really like taking it too, too serious, but I definitely had a message in that song, so if you yeah. haven't heard it, go stream it, or yeah. you can't even stream it because, you know, but go on my Instagram or SoundCloud, you'll find it.
0: Okay. I want to touch on that though because that's a good point. You say, you know, it's very there's a dark time in the city. It's you know there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of gun violence, a lot of you know just a lot of things that you know aren't aren't really the best. So I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. What do you guys think? Obviously, you know, um, I'm sure you guys uh, have some thoughts about that. So yeah, you know, any any thoughts on gun violence, especially with the younger generation? Anything uh, you, you guys want to say that? It's gonna get a whole it lot worse that?
2: before I gets <laughs> <something> better.
0: <laughs> Listen, man, we don't know
1: anything. <laughs> yeah, I just want to win. Yeah, I don't have no problems with nobody. Nobody has no problems with nobody. I I just want to make money and leave here. There if y'all you gonna know. be shooting each other, killing each other, like
2: yeah, we're music guys, man. At the end of the day, we man, make that's, music. No, that's what we're here to do. You know, just stay yeah. out, stay out the way, and just make our M's and yeah. you know do what we do. Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah. do, what we do. I make music, man. I don't, yeah. yeah, exactly. No, that's good. Um, that's good. Well, like in terms of uh, you know, because media and stuff, the different blog pages, they'll definitely give uh, a lot of you know both both the good side of, of of the city and the bad side of the city. So, what's your guys' relationship with a lot of the media outlets? Do you guys you guys think that them giving a lot of attention when it comes to you know some of the negative thing negative things is kind of just harmless entertainment, or do you feel you know it's having an effect on the culture and and how people how people move in the city?
1: Honestly, it's like I can understand people. Getting frustrated with like the blogs posting certain like politics in the streets and certain messy things that are going on in the city. Mm-hmm. I personally have a good relationship with with most of the blogs out here. Yeah. Um. Well, one thing people don't really look at is the fact that these guys can't post anything negative if you don't post anything negative. Yeah. They're that's getting a good point. The, they're getting their footage what they post from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Someone's posting it first, and then they're they're taking it. You know what I'm saying? Like people are screen recording lives and. Stories and stuff like that. So, like, it really starts off with us. You know, if we're giving them the mix up to put up on Instagram, that's their job. You can't get mad at the newsman for reporting the news.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I feel like even us, like, viewers, I know I'm guilty of it too. Like, even leaving a comment or like reposting it, we're kind of like, I guess like in a way like we're we're almost feeding into it and making it You know kind of giving them that cloud and giving them that shine as well So I feel like us as a viewers also have I guess a little bit of a responsibility to you know Share positive things and share things that we that we believe in as well So yeah, I think that's important as well The negative all the weird
1: shit right now gets mm-hmm. everyone
0: going people want to share it
1: and whatever They talk about it, but at the end of the day, it's like even the consumer is sharing it They have their responsibility but the people who initially post things and that initially do whatever is being shared to post online like they have their responsibility like if you have a problem with somebody you should think about like is this worth me going on social media to put this up because you know what's going to happen once you say certain things on social media yeah if i have a problem with you i'm not going on social media Yeah, you're saying like, what? No don't need know. to
0: make it public if you ha- if you have a, you know a problem with something you deal with it privately. Yeah, deal
1: with that privately. I'm not saying anything to you on Twitter or the Gram. Like, mm-hmm. we don't
0: we don't do that. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. Holy shit, bro! Um, now I want to get your guys thoughts on uh, tr- like the Toronto's hip-hop scene in terms of like the development of up-and-coming artists. Uh, I think it was uh, SoundCloud they hosted like a creators forum a couple weeks ago so where you know they had a couple of label execs from Warner I think Just John was there so there's a lot of panel events kind of just uh, an event where people can go to network and kind of you know showcase their stuff and, and, and whatever make connections so do you think that at least from what I've seen there's a little bit more of an effort of big brands like Spotify SoundCloud to host these bigger events to kind of give an opportunity to make Make connections for up-and-coming artists do you think uh, I mean you guys are artists yourselves do you think now there's more resources for you guys in the city to really help you guys kind of take your career to the next level or do you think it's still lacking
2: yeah definitely I mean compared to what I guess they had before yeah before this era for mm-hmm. sure there's a, there's a lot of outlets you just gotta find your way to move around you know mm-hmm. I, I feel like at this point now if you're in the city and you do music and you don't make it like it's on you yeah, it's not, you, like there's no, it's yeah. not like there's no infrastructure for us to move up and go where we need to go. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of like it's about you making the right moves, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, exactly. 100%. Do um, you, you feel the same way? Indeed. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so I also wanted to uh, talk a little bit about... Um, some advice and stuff because obviously you know you guys have both been in the industry for a while so um, for those up-and-coming artists people who are just starting out um, do, you have, do you guys have any you know nuggets of wisdom or things that you guys have learned maybe mistakes that you guys have made that you know the, the people who are just starting out shouldn't make or should be wary of
1: if you're just starting out if you're like just beginning to like put out music or whatever mm-hmm. make sure your business is right first okay get your business I know it doesn't sound fun but trust me like you don't know when you're gonna take off you know, once th- once something's out, it has a possibility of going viral. It has a possibility of catching. Make sure your business is right first, because mm-hmm. you don't want to have to be scrambling, trying to get things in order after. Besides that, stay out of problems. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. if you have yeah. homies you're with that are doing certain things, because right now in Toronto, that's what's going on. Like People are connected to a lot of stuff and people end up getting caught up in a mess that they shouldn't be in, but if you're trying to be an artist for real, like, watch your surroundings. If you have real friends, they should understand why you're not around certain settings, mm-hmm. and why you're kind of distancing yourself from certain things. And if they can't respect that, then they're not your homies. That's really all it is.
0: Yeah. Now, how do you... I want to... because, you know, I feel like there's also that dynamic, for example, managers and people, you know, accountants and stuff, of, quote-unquote taking advantage of the artist because oh you know they're an artist they don't know the business side which is which is not true at all a lot of artists know the business side of the industry so how do you guys make sure that you know when you're when you're when you're taking on a manager you're you're bringing in someone who's trying to help your career that you're you're picking the right person like are you are you uh trying to you know find connections and people that may know this person to check them out or how are you guys kind of picking the people that you surround yourself with you want me
1: to answer Mm -hmm. yeah you go ahead the first thing um as far as management like Mm -hmm. You don't ever want to get a manager that's knocking on your door after you have like had some career milestone you know what i mean because like that's someone that just found out about you and they're trying to benefit off of you it's not really someone that really like believes in you like when you get a manager it's going to be someone that fully believes in you from the rip like they've heard your from like where you started and they want to see you develop into what they will believe you can develop into as Mm -hmm. like a full-fledged artist or a star or whatever the case may be. So you want to make sure you're not hiring someone as your manager. That's just like a clout chaser or just trying to eat off of you. Like that's not really what the relationship should be. Yeah, everyone's going to make money in the business, but they have to have your best interests at heart, like really want to see you win. Um, So just keep your eyes open for that. And as far as um, what was the other part of the question? Um,
0: yeah. No, you, you answered it. But in terms of, I guess you know, not just managers, but like your, your friends, and you know, like how do you make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people? And then have you had to, have you had any times where you know what you've had to cut some friends off because they were either bringing you down or that energy that you guys weren't on the same vibe or that same wavelength? Where you know I, I gotta I gotta distance myself from you for my for my own benefit and my own success mm-hmm. at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, those situations you just have to do what you have to do because at the end of the day, like. Everyone has their family and their friends they want to take care of, you know? And in order to do that, you need to be successful. And in order to be successful, you can't have time to entertain clown shit. And if you entertain clown shit, you're most likely a clown. Take yourself <laughs> out of you the go, circus, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, take yourself out the circus for real, because I'm not, I'm not into the clown shit. And a lot of stuff doesn't get my attention. Like, a lot of things that people respond to online or like, what a group of friends may respond to and go do something stupid and get themselves into trouble like I don't respond most of the time like Mm. what is really important to you like my success in my life and then all
0: the bullshit is like Mm -hmm. somewhere like, I don't even care. Yeah. So I feel like, you know. I also feel like, too, it's like, you know, when you, when you respond or you give that person the attention that they're, that they're seeking for, you're almost stooping down to their level mm-hmm. and that brings you down at the same time. Do you, have you had, you know, do people, you know, do they, will they, do you find that they try and bait you into stuff just to get a rise out of you? Like stuff of like course. that. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, of they course. they know you have a platform and everything like that. So I can imagine <laughs> that can be pretty frustrating course, at times, man. you know?
1: People try and test me all the time, but you know, yeah. you have to just um, keep composure cause like. When it came to me and my personal situations with my friends, I have friends, you know, they have their own lifestyle. They do their own things. But when I distanced myself from those people, they understood. Mm Because those are really my friends. Like, you know what I mean? If there's real love there, they're going to understand the circumstances. Like, look, like, Keyshawn's doing this. This is his vision. And if they really love you, they're not going to put you in harm's way. They're not going to make you risk your career and what you see for yourself uh, because of the friendship, like that's not really what a friendship is. Mm-hmm. You know, know what I mean? So, yeah.
0: well, they're not gonna they're not gonna sell you out. Or they're not gonna put in, put you in incriminating or in yeah any situations where that you can get yourself compromised. Yeah, you no, know? no, 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 no incriminating
1: yeah. situations. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, hundred um, percent. Now, actually, I want to talk about uh, your performances because I've seen you perform live, and you know, you guys. I mean, you, um, you know, you, you bring a lot of energy to performances. Definitely. Excellent. No, hundred percent, hundred I wouldn't lie to you. You know, it's the truth. I I, I really enjoy watching you perform. So I want to talk about maybe you know what your what your approach is um well I, you know both you guys what your approach is on stage when you guys are performing um you guys have specific routines that you guys do getting on stage and for anybody who maybe hasn't seen you guys perform before what can they expect when they come to a show oh boy. Oh boy. I, it's a bit of a loaded question <laughs> but you know i, I think it's an important part uh, of uh, you know music in general
2: i think um for me i just i feel like every show is a chance to like Capture a new fan, right? if you're in a room with 500, 600 people, Mm -hmm. that's your chance to capture these 600 people and make make sure they go home and start following your career, you know, so I really feel like it's all about introducing yourself the right way, bringing that energy and just leaving a mark, you know, what do you think? I agree
0: with that, yeah.
2: Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) um,
1: For me, like, I shake off the nerves before I go on stage. I just want to, I want to go on stage, capture a new fan, Mm -hmm. and leave a mark, like leave an impression, you know? I want you to go home and remember like, even if you don't know who I am and you came to the show, it's like, whoa, yo, that Mm -hmm. guy was like, he had this, like his music is fire, his energy's fire, I interact with the crowd, stuff like that. And I just don't, I'm not nervous on stage. Like, one thing I've realized for myself is that the nervousness comes from you possibly making a mistake on stage. Mm -hmm. You want to give the best performance as possible, right? So like when I go on stage, and my nerves are are like, I shake them off. It's because in my head, I'm trying to have fun as well. So I'm going to perform to the best of my ability, but I'm not really focused too much on the critiques of like Mm -hmm. people in the crowd. Like once you start to focus on how they might look at you or like they're not vibing right away, they're not warmed up yet, especially if you're opening for a bigger artist, you got to do that yourself and feel comfortable. Mm. Usually with my experience, Once I start once I start feeling comfortable on stage, I look in the crowd and everyone's comfortable with me. Everyone's having a good time because I'm not like I don't want to pay attention to the one in the crowd or a few people in the crowd that are playing too cool, because I've had those situations where I see a group in one section of the crowd and they're just like this. Mm. And then the other part of the crowd is like trying to get into it, but it's like the energy is kind of off. And then eventually, I just start focusing on the crowd the part of the crowd that's really vibing and trying to get to a level with me and I look at the other part of the crowd like you guys <laughs> you guys came here for to stand still <laughs> okay but well, I'm going to have fun with these people over here so yeah. you guys can
0: just fuck off whatever what <laughs> Well said, no, definitely. Um, now, in terms of, because obviously, you know, when you're when the first time you perform, that's probably a pretty daunting experience and you don't have that, that past experience. So, how long did it take you guys to really get comfortable being on stage? Was, is, it, is, it, is, it a, is it a constant work in progress? Are you like altering, you know, kind of the way you walk out, maybe the graphics you put, your, how you design your set, what songs you perform? Is it kind of a constant thing that you're critiquing, or, you know, how does, how does that work for you guys? Uh, for me, I've been performing since I was a little kid. So
2: at okay, this point, yeah. it's kind of just like second nature. Mm-hmm. I kind of just know how to work my, my way around crowds and rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much my, my answer. What do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely. Same same thing. And as far as um production and like stage setting and stuff like yeah, that, I, yeah. I I look at that too, because I do want like, one thing I want is a show. So if I have the ability to make sure that the stage is set up in a creative way or like to kind of express my music and enhance my performance to like another level then
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i'll definitely try and make sure i um tweak those things uh the more successful i get in my career but as of right now yeah i just i make sure i navigate the room comfortably and have confidence and interact with the crowd and to get into that bag i kind of have to do more and more shows you know so mm-hmm. now it's second nature for me
0: okay, okay. Um, now in terms of like, uh, in terms of, you know, because I was talking about earlier like SoundCloud events and connecting with other artists, in terms of you guys, how have, what, you, what have you guys found some of the best ways for you guys to, uh, you know, maybe is it Instagram or, or DM in terms of you guys building connections with other artists that could potentially lead to you guys, you know, jumping on a track in the future? Is it, you know, you guys go to parties, is it just in the DM or hey, you know what, I really like that song, you repost, like what, what is it for you guys in terms of making those connections with other artists? you got to
1: just kind of expand your network in any way whatever whatever um avenues there are to reach somebody use them Mm -hmm. email tagging someone commenting someone dming someone tweeting someone you know what i mean like all these things you have a possibility of your message or whatever being seen so just use all those avenues that we have right because now we have social media and we have all these events where people have access to top tier celebrities and at, like artists and whatever field even athletes if you if you want to be a basketball player football player like there's events where these people are there mm-hmm. there's like mentorship there like accessible for mm-hmm. all of us really to exceed in, like to succeed in whatever we want to do so there's all those avenues just use them to whatever extent you need to don't feel like you're annoying anybody because at the end of the day it's your life like how bad do you want it you know yeah exactly
0: 100 no, um so any uh you know, you guys are gonna be, you know, releasing your, your EP soon. Obviously, any any other pran- plans, any other projects, any other goals that you guys are looking to accomplish for the rest of twenty twenty? Because you know, we're in March. Uh, as, as quick as March has come come yeah, around, we still got crazy. the rest of the year. But besides this this EP, anything else you guys want to talk about in terms of projects or or anything you guys can talk about? I should say. Uh, right I'll now? say this. This EP. <laughs>
1: We're really excited to put there, it out. There we go, 100%. <laughs> but after this EP, mm-hmm. some more crazy stuff's coming after this EP yeah, from this both of us individually. Device, like right now, we're, we're, we're collabing on this EP to make sure you guys can get a dose of like who we both are. Like, you know what I mean? Like different styles and what we did. Like creati- creativ- creativity,
2: Creativity.
1: Creatively. Ah, creatively. <laughs> okay, there you go. You know, <laughs> together or whatever. But, um, after this EP's out, we have some, like, it's about to get crazier. And we made sure we took our time to build more of a catalog, ready to put it out for you, so when we mm-hmm. do put this EP out, we don't slow up, like, mm-hmm. after this EP is...
0: foot's on the gas, man. Yeah, exactly, no, uh, mm-hmm. no, stopping. no stopping. I want to ask you this, because I've always wondered this about, I guess it, it may vary, but, you know, depending on, on uh, who you're talking to, but, you know, for example, this project, or when you're sitting down and creating an EP, you know, is there, you know, do you guys set, set aside a certain amount of time? You know what, oh, this EP is going to take me three months? Or you kind of just go based on the, the you know, how quickly you guys work? And, oh, you know, the, the EP is done in, in, in a month? Or is it kind of just, you know? I'll be honest <laughs>
1: with you. For me and him to get an EP done, yeah, it will take a week. Really? If, that we, had studio, if we had a studio space for an entire, for seven days, yeah. me and him Maybe will be right able away. to wrap up an EP in a week.
2: Our first wow. session, our first yeah. session together, we knocked out a banger like yeah. when you guys see it the visuals and hear the song you get, it's the first song we did together okay. and that's when we were like okay we have to do like a project or something because that was way too easy yeah and every really? session it was just like another one we yeah. did how it many sessions so like, four recording sessions no? yeah, yeah four recording four sessions songs,
1: four recording sessions
2: yeah wow
1: so pretty it's pretty much it's a song. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah like that's crazy it's really easy so if we had yeah. seven full days and studio access we'd come out with it, i would have came out with a whole album man. yeah like a double album <laughs> yeah, a
2: double, you're, you're, you're. <laughs> two-sided what yeah something.
0: bro um now in terms of when you guys are, are writing and spitting on the mic in the studio do you guys uh, could just go off the top of your head or do you guys write stuff down how does that process look like
1: um it's kind of a mixture of both like okay we'll hear the beat and like we'll have things pre-written in our head or whatever and then we kind of like just go in the studio and do some melodies and then try and piece together words after. Or we have the beat from like maybe a day or two days before and then we be at the house just like mm-hmm. writing some shit down or whatever. But yeah. it's like it's like a mixture of everything, really. Whatever yeah.
0: makes it sound the best, really, you
2: know? Yeah. Okay.
0: okay, Awesome. Now, um, you know, for people out there who they want to check out more of your music, for both of you guys, they want to, you know, learn more about you, follow you, stay up to date, maybe, you know, come to a show, where can they find you guys at? You guys want to show? Oh, what camera do I look into? You can look at it to that this one one? over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Keyshawn, K Y S E A N, on everything on all streaming platforms, I'll pop up, and on social media platforms, K Y S E A N, the Don, T H E D O N. You know, so you can find me over there.
2: Rico. For me, Rico Rife on all platforms, on Instagram, Twitter, all of that. It's R E E K O R I E F F E. Rico Rife. Awesome.
0: Now, uh, I just want to play a little quick rapid fire question game with you guys uh, okay. to wrap up here. Nothing crazy, just going to ask you guys a couple questions. Quick rapid fire responses, kind of first thing that comes to your mind. Um, so, do you guys, uh, it's like here, do you guys prefer Miami or Los Angeles? LA. LA, okay. I have been to either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
2: just I now, don't know still. yet. I don't know yet. Okay, I'll have to decide next year. All right, I'll let you know. uh, favorite movie? First Bueller's Day Off.
0: Oh, that's a good choice. You, Keyshawn? I'm putting you on the spot here. I know. <laughs> well, that's, that's rapid, bro. Alright, uh, okay, what's the last movie you saw? Bad Boys 3. Was that good? It was fire. Okay, alright. I'm gonna <laughs> check that one out. Um, <laughs> are you guys um, candy or chocolate? Candy. Candy? Candy. Okay, and last one, favorite holiday? Christmas. My birthday. Hey, there both both and both are uh, that's funny. All right guys, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. It's good having you guys on. Thank you for Chopping that, it man. up. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate your time and attention. Uh, if you guys want to stay updated on everything real collective, we'll make sure to uh, leave all our socials uh, in the description box box below, along with Keyshawn's and Rico's show, wow. socials as well if you guys want to oh, check sorry. out their stuff. If <laughs> <No, sorry. laughs> <laughs> you guys want to check out Loaded their up the stuff, mic, bro. thanks guys and we'll catch you guys soon appreciate you guys coming on, honestly, well, it was good talking. The quick shake spell man, I came with a stick. Uh, how long was that? Twenty-five minutes. Okay, all right, good, that's, okay. And I came yeah. with the, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, that's where I was I was uh, gauging at, keeping it, so. Very organized, how Thank you go with questions. You? Your... Honestly, though, I was literally just doing everything.